Hi, my friends, and thank you again for joining me today on today's uh, episode of The Empowered Woman. This is your host, Pastor Dapoli PD, on The Empowered Woman channel. Uh, if you are on Anchor, you will be on the podcast. So welcome to my podcast listeners as well as my YouTube viewers. Um, again, I have with me today Latasha, Dr. Latasha Holden, who went from grass to grace, <laughs> from the streets <laughs> to the stage. Um, she went from being divorced at 35 with three with six kids i'm sorry six kids to being a mother of six successful leaders when the journey started at 35 you were homeless that's correct we talked about that the last time and uh, it is my pleasure again to welcome you today and have you share some more from your heart and also share with women who are going through something so welcome latasha Thank you for having me. I'm glad you could come again today. Um, so going back to what we talked about in our last recording, um, you were recently selected to represent us mothers in the United yes. States. And we celebrate you. Thank we you. Because you've done an awesome job raising six kids when at the start of the journey you were homeless. Yes. Um, for our viewers, if you didn't watch the first one, please make sure you do, because what we're going to talk about today will make more sense if you listen to that first interview with um, Latasha, it's titled, God Can Change Your Story. Mm, okay. Because your story is, is one of change. It's kind of like Esther's story. She was in the, in the background. She was in the woods. She was raised by her uncle. She was a nobody. But one day she just found herself in the palace from the, from, I wouldn't say from prison, to, but from, from the woods to the, to the throne was what her story was like. So that's, that's kind of where you're coming from. And as, as a representative of ours, we celebrate to you, you, you've done very well, 12, 13 years of just depending on the Lord and bracing yourself up, picking up the pieces and just, just going. And now you are, you've published 12 books. Wow. Yes. I'm challenged. You published 12 books. You have your own t-shirt line your yes. comic book is coming out in june that is yes. quite an achievement and honestly latasha we celebrate you you said something yesterday you said your cross almost killed you yes and uh, the last time we, we were on together you know you, you talked about what you had been through your wilderness journey okay but that has strengthened you beyond your imagination. Yes. Now, I would like for you to please help me share with the women what that encouragement looked like. It wasn't quite an easy journey, was it? No, it wasn't. It wasn't, okay. But what was the one thing that kept you going, that kept you motivated? In spite of your circumstances, you still wanted to do it. Um, I, I would have to say initially it was my six children, you know, um, but as the journey pro progressed, uh, and I started to see that, I started to see glimmer of hope each time I finished a semester. And what I did was to keep myself motivated. I celebrated the small steps. I didn't wait for the big shebang. I didn't wait for the graduations. Each time I 
finished a semester in college, I celebrate it. If it was just taking myself out for a burger and a drink, it just, just something <laughs> to, because it was hard. So I had, you know, if we wait till we graduate or we get a promotion and we're not celebrating the small steps, we can lose hope. We can, the journey can seem longer. And so for me, I celebrate when I cross the stage with my associates. I celebrate when I cross, you know, I celebrate when I finish semesters and that led up to graduations. And it's not, it don't have to be nothing big. It just, I got into the habit of celebrating myself mm. and learning how to root out those around me who only was there when it benefited them. So part of my journey, I definitely had to learn, and I'm still in the process of learning, but I've gotten better, is learning how to let go of those things and people who no longer serve you. Wow. How to let go. That's not always easy. No, it's but, not. But I'm thankful that you did. Yes. Because now <laughs> we can talk to you and we can have you talk to other people. Now I'm looking at the banner behind you and I know what it says. So I'm just going to read what it says. It says, be inspired. And I'm going, to, I'm going to say to anyone who is listening, be inspired by Latasha's story. Be inspired by the fact that she celebrated the small things and didn't wait for the big things before yeah. she started to celebrate. So celebrate those things you have done so far and use those as stepping stones onto yeah. the next level. So be inspired. And then the second thing on that banner is change the narrative which by the help of God and the Lord Jesus Christ, you have done. Yes. Okay. The next one is rewrite your story. And the last one is discover your purpose. What would you say your purpose is? And how did you discover it? Well, I believe my purpose is to inspire, encourage, and give hope to people around the world. I think mm -hmm. we're living in a time now where people are hopeless. You know, they're growing weary. We don't really know, especially when your world is turned upside down overnight. No one knows. The unknown is scary. I just keep it real. We don't know how we're going to come out of this COVID-19. We don't know what the new normal really is going to look like. Mm -hmm. so, so for me, it's to encourage people that when I did not know what the ending of my story was going to look like. I did not know when I was in that dark place, if I kept going, if I kept trying, would, would I actually reach my goals? So my, I believe God is using me with my gifts and talents. My gifts are love, compassion, and service to others. Amen. It's, it's, to, it's just to be an extension of him to show others love and compassion mm -hmm. while they're on their journey and also aid them in changing the narrative for their life. That's your purpose. Yes. But my thing though, um, Natasha, is you cannot inspire people if you haven't been inspired yourself. Yeah. You cannot give what you do not have. That's right. You can't give what you do not have. So you have found your purpose. And I guess that was part of the journey, finding your purpose yes. as you found God. Uh, there's so many women who are still struggling with discovering their purpose, okay? And we're saying, be encouraged by my story, be encouraged by your story. We're telling them to be encouraged by 
by your story to celebrate the successes that they have. But how do they go about discovering their purpose? That's a big question. That's, that's a question because I, I believe that every woman is here for a purpose. Oh, yeah. The, the mandate to the man in the beginning was the man and the woman to, to, be, to subdue, to have dominion. But a lot of times women do not have dominion because we're struggling with stuff. Yeah. Okay? Um, we're home with the kids, we're, you know. So how do we find purpose? You know what, that's a good question. But I think what gets people off track is, they think it's, out, it's not something that's outside of us. Mm. Um, the purpose is almost like who you were, it's already there, you've seen her, you've met purpose. You saw glimpses of him, of him and her along your journey from when you were small. Mm-hmm. You know, we just had to revisit that place, the place, bef- the place of innocence before the world told us who we were. Uh-huh. That place, that place of, that's why the words had come to, you know, the Lord as, as, as a little small child. You know, we, we got to go back. Be, be helpful whether you want to go into a doctor or a lawyer or find, go back to that innocent because everything we need, he said, every, he's given everybody a gift and a talent. Everything we need is already there. We just have to be willing to unearth the dirt that, that the world has put on us, the stigmas, and we have to be courageous to go within and go and grab that little boy, little girl by the hand and, 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 because that's that's where it's at. That's where the purpose. That's where the the power the power is within us. But we have to be courageous to face them. That little girl who probably was hurt. The little boy who probably hurt. And we have to start to dream again. Start and so for yeah, you know we have to start to dream again. And then and I think we get lost if it's not something on the grand scale of things. I think it would not call to the big stage or it would not call to affect millions around the world you know people think well i ain't got no purpose because they missing it it's mm-hmm. that it's, it's that small gift you might got the one gift of like i said in a, of, of baking you might got the one gift where your hospitality is off the chart that's your purpose but we miss it because it's, it's so small but it's so delicate at the same time because we're looking for something Big. Well, we have this amazing celebrity voice, or we have these amazing <laughs> physical talents. But if we go back to that little guy or that little girl, I guarantee you, but we have to do the work to dust off the dirt off that diamond, you know? Dust off the dirt. We got to dust off the dirt off that diamond. We got to go deep. The diamond that's within all of us is, is there. Yeah, but we have to be willing to do the work so we can shine and let our light shine amongst others. Amen. And when the light shines, it gives glory to our Father in heaven. It gives glory to our Father. Yes, ma'am. You said something that struck me. We need to go back to that little girl. Yes. Where we were before the world called us who we are. Yes. In other words, men have labeled us. So yeah. when you became homeless, you were labeled as homeless. Yes. Statistics did not give you a chance. 
No. Did not give your kids a chance. But you were determined to make a difference. Yes. Women are created to be game changers. I believe that very much. And if we don't change the game, guess what happens? Too many people suffer. Sometimes it's, it's two, three generations down the road before somebody arises to say, no, let's stop this. And you did that. You rose and said, no, I need to stop my kids from going to jail. I need to stop my kids from lack. You know, I need to do something. And you did that. In doing that, you cried out to God. You found your purpose. You, you found your gifts, your compassion, and you're using all those things today. There are women who are still struggling to find their purpose. And this is why you and I are here trying to help them. So to inspire them, to let them know that you're not at the end of the road. You know, I, I have a young um, girlfriend who is in her late 40s and she keeps saying, oh, I, I need a husband. I need a husband. And I'm, 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 I'm trying to tell her that, look, there is a call of God on your life. There is a purpose for you being here. There is a purpose for you not being married. And from your story, it confirms the fact that you don't even have to be married to be successful. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be married to fulfill the destiny that God has for you. Now, this might seem, but let me ask you all the same. If you had been married, would you have attained all of these things that you attained today? Honestly, no. When I look back, over all the, I had um, four guys that I had kids by. And it's interesting, oh my gosh, it's, I'm sorry, I don't know why people wanna call, my children wanna call when I'm on this. But when I look back over the four main relationships that I were in, and at that time when the relationship came to an end, I felt like my world was gonna crumble. But when I look back, Everybody is still stuck where they were 20, 30 years ago. But I didn't see God. We have to, God knows where we're going to be at 20, 30, 40 years from here. He knows and, the end from the some, beginning, right? And all the yeah, way in between. Yes. Some people just cannot go where we're going. And, and for me, I said, wow. I said, had I stayed with any one of those guys, mm. I would not be who I am today. So when God was, when it, when the relationship came to an end, I stayed and I, I stayed longer than I should because I'm trying to prove, look, I'm worthy, I'm good. I'm, but God saw that I'm taking you higher. Mm. And so with that, there's no one from my past. Had I stayed with them, I would be who I am today. And when I look back, at, because it, it, it they, it, it just shows me now, 20, 30 years, they're still in the same place where when I was mentally, you know, emotion, they are still in the same place 20, 30 years ago. So sometimes, I don't know who this out there, we might, you're going to feel like, because when God is elevating you, the people he removes is not enemies. Uh -huh. When he elevated you and, and taking you higher, that's where the pain come in at. It's, it's your, it's, it's your, um, your boyfriend, it might be your husband, it might be a family member, your best friend. Everyone cannot go with you on your journey. Amen. And that's why I had to learn. 
And I remember T.D. Jakes once, Bishop T.D. Jakes once said he had the gift of saying goodbye. And so for me, um, I'm just <laughs> learning how to love, but also how to let go when the time has come. When has the come. time has come. So that's all, the time always comes um, yes. for you to take a decision. So now it's up to you yes. to decide whether you're going to go with God yes. and let him and let him help you to the next level or you want to stay where you are and just be the same you know stay in the rut, just keep suffering keep taking all the abuse but all things that's what the bible says all things without exception all things work together for good so whether you're married you're single you're widowed whatever your state i am yes. fully persuaded that with god all things are possible and this is the testimony of your life, Latasha, that with God, all things are possible. Now, you've written 12 books. You yes. have a T-shirt line. Um, maybe if you had stayed married, you might have written one book, but maybe not 12. I, I don't see it, Pastor. I'm just, I'm, I, 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 I just, I, had I stayed with anybody, I, you know, I, I, I pondered over that. Um, it would have been jealousy. Um, I, wow. I it, it, it would have been some jealousy. Even with my ex-husband, he recently passed about uh, less than a year ago. It was jealousy. That's why the marriage came to an end. And 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 so I know for a shot, and, and that's it. But ladies, or whoever you are going to watch this, it's not easy. You know, because I needed the relationship. I wasn't financially stable. I wasn't mentally whole, emotionally whole. So for me, I became dependent upon the relationship so it's not easy to let go to go follow your dreams but god will and see this is how god know when god nothing will stop or hinder the plans that god has for your life mm -hmm. that's why some relationships he has to physically remove you or in that relationship you know and, and you might have small kids you might don't not really be educated but that's where we have to it's not going to be easy. It wasn't easy for me, mm. but God, God put me in a place where I had no choice but to move, you know, but, um, but when you look back and I, and I'm just, it's kind of funny because I'm pretty sure we all women have looked back and said, what was I thinking when I dated that person? We all like, you know, when you're no, when the blinders are off your eye, you know, <laughs> yeah. in love, you be like, what, uh -huh. what kind of place was I in? But see, and see, that's what, but God knows where he's taking us. Yes, and so is. I encourage whoever you are that's been like, I got little kids. I don't know what I'm going to do. I didn't graduate from high school. If you trust God, you might, and I'm going to be honest, you might end up homeless. I'm, because I think as ministers, you know, you might end up homeless if you leave somebody. You, you might end up without family support if you go against the grain. Yes. You might end up being more rejected because you, you're going against the stigma that the family has put on you. Mm -hmm. But I guarantee you the beauty that's waiting on you on the other side Amen. cannot compare to anything that you're thinking that you're going to face. It, it, mm -hmm. I, I, 12 years ago, I was a homeless woman that the welfare office knew what me, me, me. I was invisible. But here I am now, God is bringing me before the nation, before the world. So, but had I not trust him mm -hmm. and moved, I would have mm -hmm. still been stuck mm -hmm. in that situation. You would be. 
there's always beautiful ashes. Yes. That's the, that's the other side of the fire. Yes. There's, so, because when, we, when we're going through the, the refining, when we're going through the yes. pruning, it is very difficult. Whether you're in marriage or you're divorced or you're widowed or you've never been married. Yes. Not being married is, in some cultures, it's a stigma and mm -hmm. people feel, you know, very inadequate. They feel worthless. They feel like they have not achieved anything. I was, I, I was home recently and I, and I, you know, met with one of my younger friends, younger sisters. She has not been married. She's now in her fifties. But at a point in time, the Lord spoke to her and said, go adopt a child. Mm. She had seen the child in her dream a couple of times. The child was in an orphanage where she volunteered and mm. was, you know, ministering to the kids. And she's, she'd seen the child in the dream clinging to her. And she was like, no, 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 no. Let me just minister. And then she said she went into the orphanage one day and somebody said to her, hey, why don't you adopt this child? She looks like you. And then she remembered the dream and she started the paperwork. The child is in high school now. Wow. But had she stayed mm -hmm. in that place of singleness, still waiting for that man to come, she would not have stepped out into obedience and she would not have been a blessing to this child. And this is why I say, every woman has a call on her life to bless their world. Now you are blessing the world because of what God has done for you and through you. But if you had not stepped out in obedience, if you had insisted on staying with that man, if you had gone begging and crawling because you were not financially de dependent, you would still have been there. Who knows what would have happened? Yeah. So I'm grateful that God, God, you know, God brought you to a place where you had an encounter with him and he could help you to be who he created you to be. Uh, in, interesting that we're talking about this because in this book, um, John Maxwell's Invaluable Laws of Growth, there is the story of a woman that is quite similar to yours. Um, he, he's sharing about the law of the mirror and he tells the story of a woman named Jonetta McSwain. Mm -hmm. she, she, her mom had rejected her. She, you know, she was raised by her grandma. She was abused by the men in her, in her household. But one day she realized that she could be somebody different. And I think that is what we need women who are struggling to come to a realization that change is possible. Yes. Change is possible. If we remain where we are, change is not going to come meet us where we are. We have to take a step of faith. Yes. You know, you have to go ankle deep in the water, test it out. It's going to be cold, <laughs> but you cannot back out. So Looking at the, the story of this woman, one of the things that John Maxwell says is positive self-esteem is necessary. A lot yeah. of us women do not have that because of our background. Maybe we were raised um, by poor parents. We didn't have enough. So we feel inadequate. Maybe we were, we went through you know, abuse as children, women. I've met different women. I've heard so many stories about women who went through abuse and it, it scars them for life. Yeah. 
but God is able to heal and yes. give beauty for ashes. But like you said in our previous recording, you need to be a willing participant in your own deliverance. How can we, you know, as women who God has helped, how can we help other people to rewrite their story? Besides what we're doing now, you know, we're talking to people, we're recording this, we're going to publish it and women will listen to it. But what about those women who cannot hear this? You know, I'm looking at the principle of empowered women, empower women. Obviously, you are an empowered woman. You have been empowered by God. How can we reach them? Well, you know, um, so you say, how can we reach the women that probably won't even, that, that yes. we, in our daily walk. Yes. Our- yes. Because we have them in the marketplace. We work with them. Yes. How can we reach them? How can we help them? Um, I think the tagline for my inspirational t-shirt line is walk with me. Walk with me. And, and I think in order, it's not all about giving people some time advice. Mm. I'm a great listener. That's one of the gifts God gave me. But I believe it's, it's about walking with people on their journey. Not And, and you talking with them from a sincere heart, not from a judgmental. You know, the last thing somebody, myself and anybody else, when you're homeless, you, you, you're in a painful relationship, nobody want to hear it. Because back then, the women in the church used to be like, oh, you're not praying enough. Oh, you're not fast enough. Oh, you got to show the man you, that, 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 that he's the man of the house. And it, but no one ever told me, but that don't mean that you have to be a doorman. So if you keep telling me to submit, 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 okay, well, I'm, I'm belittling, belittling I'm, I'm, I'm shrinking my light, I'm dimming my light, I'm, mm-hmm. you know, until there's no more me. And then when he leaves and I try to come back to you because I don't recognize me, mm-hmm. now you're looking at me like, oh, well, I don't know what to do, baby. Sorry about it, just the Lord. Now it's, <laughs> you, you gave me the advice to basically dim who I was. You didn't, my thing is to women. Yes, if you're married, submit to your husband, not at the expense of losing who you are. Amen. Not at the expense of losing who you are. Not at the expense of giving up your dreams. Not at the expense of forgetting that you deserve to be loved. And that's why I had to realize that I could be in a relationship, but not at the expense of not loving myself. Wow. And I think that's what the, the, the church have gave the message so wrong to so many women. Women have stayed from generations in loveless relationships and marriages because we've been taught that we don't matter. Oh, true. We know we don't matter. Once you get married, it's all about your husband. It's all about the kids. <laughs> you know, so that's why people are stuck when the guy leaves. When the kids grow up and move, I'm happy. I'm glad to see my kids go because I've been learning how to love myself. Like, I don't have, you know, but that's, I think that's where the women got stuck at. They, they saw their moms stay in relationships for 30, yes. 40 years. Yep. That, yes. was not, that was not loving, you know, yeah. just to say, well, I had my man for 30, 40 years. I've been married, but what kind of marriage did you really have? Y'all slept in separate rooms. Y'all barely talked. But I just want women to know it's okay. And if you have to separate just to get yourself together, just to, 
because sometimes we can't heal an environment that's still toxic. True. There's because no way you can start a healing process if you're with somebody abusive. It, the toxicity, it, a, toxicity continues. Exactly. You continue to be wounded, so there's no yeah. really no time to heal. There's no time to heal. No time to heal. There's no time to heal. And I and I, I believe in if it's detrimental to who you are and your health, I believe in separation if you're married. I do. I, I believe in separation if you're married. And I and I'm, I don't know, God, this is the first time I'm, I'm coming out with this, so God, I'm just going to go with the spirit because I think I'm not promoting divorce. But what I am promoting is that women get to a place where they love themselves, that if they did have to say enough is enough and walk away, they're strong enough to do it. Love yourself. Love yourself. We don't love ourselves a lot of times. Yes. We, um, we work, 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 don't get any rest. We're looking after the kids. We're looking after the husband, but then we forget to look after ourselves. Yeah. So uh, in our church, we host a women's conference every year. And one year, I remember us talking about feeling the picture, refilling the picture. Because we're like pitchers, right? We serve everyone. We pour yes. water into glasses and then the pitcher is empty and then what next? Yes. But if we take time, uh, you know, to... Right now, we cannot do it. But as married women, we can take time away. Go on yes. a vacation. Yes. A Love retreat. yourself enough to go to a retreat. Yes. Don't, don't say, oh, I can't leave my home. Or... If you leave your home for two days, three days, one weekend, it will not collapse. It will not. But what I find, like you have said, is we need to love ourselves more. And for the women in the marketplace that don't, will not get a chance to see this, walk with them. We, you and I can walk with them. I have a regular job. And I see broken vessels all the time. Yes. Now that we're at home, not so much. You know, I was talking to a young lady yesterday. She's going through it right now. She is going through a difficult time. Um, she's, she just went through a divorce. And mm -hmm. it, is, it is very difficult for her. And I just felt led to call her. And I shared your story with her. And she was like, oh, wow, 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 wow. By the time we were done with the call, I could sense that it was like I, I helped her to recharge and renew her commitment to herself to not give up in spite of what she had just gone through. And that is where walking with me comes yeah. in. We need to walk with people. We need yeah. to bear one another's burdens, yes. as it yeah. were. Um, a lot of times as women, we get so busy, so cut up with things that we don't have time yeah. to bear one another's burdens. But if you and I are going to inspire the world, we're going to have to walk with people. There will be people that God will put in your life, Latasha, that would not have been to school. There are people that God will put in your life that have been to school. There are people that God will put in your life, and maybe in my life as well, that would need that encouragement. Yes. But you see, God has equipped you to walk with them. And as I'm sitting, as I'm talking to you and asking questions and, you know, we're, we're sharing, I'm learning as well. So when God puts that next person in my life, I understand that it is time to walk with them. Yes. 
and and God's heart beats right now is for women. I'm telling you, he's he's looking at women and he's saying, who's gonna help my my daughters? Yes. You know, I said to you the other day, you have come into sonship, in the sense that you 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 become we're sons. We may be women, but we are sons of God because in Him there's no male nor female. So you've come into sonship, and at the end of twelve years, twelve is the number of sonship. You can say that this is who God has made me to yes. be. And men are saying to you, you challenge me. Yes. They want to go back to school just because of your story. Mm-hmm. It's a people story. It's yeah. a compelling story. It's something that everybody needs to know to challenge them. And I, I, se- I sent the first recording to my, o- my oldest child. I'm like, listen to this. You need to hear this. <laughs> because it, it's not just about... Just getting an education. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There is something that God wants to do with your life and my life as a woman. And that is where purpose comes in. That is where we need to go back in and say, yeah. Lord, what, what will you have me do? When, when Saul met with Christ on the way to Damascus, he's like, what would you have me do, Lord? But even when we come to know the Lord, Many times we don't stop to say, what would you have me do? Now you said to God, I don't know what to do. And he said, use your skills. Yeah. And then you started and then you wrote. And then that is the empowerment. What God puts inside you. Yes. M, power. The abilities that God puts inside you. You know, you talked about baking. I bake. I love <laughs> to bake. I started baking when my youngest, uh, when my middle child was one. The reason was my oldest was, she was very picky with food. And finally I said, Lord, can I stay home and look after this child? And he said, yes. Okay, so Lord, what should I do? He said, start to bake. And I would see open visions of a hand decorating cake. And I would go back and practice the design and it was good. And so that's how I got into making cakes. And I look at every woman as a cake because no two cakes are the same. Mm-hmm. The The... The, the time that goes into each one is special. And when it comes out, when the finished product comes out, it's beautiful. Now, that is something that, that's an ability that God has given me. None of my girls know how to bake. <laughs> but they know how to do other things because what yeah. God has given them is different. So my encouragement to whoever is listening is go back to God, go inside and find what God has put inside of you. What are you passionate about? Maybe that is where you should start. I know women who just stay home and they're grumbling, they're complaining, but I'm not financially free. What has God given you to help you be financially free? Mm -hmm. The last thing I want to talk about, Latasha, before I let you go, is raising children. As an empowered woman, what is one word of advice? We've talked about loving ourselves as women, right? We need to love ourselves, but we love our children. And when, when your journey started, your children motivated you yeah. until you started to see the successes and you started to celebrate. What would you say to other women when it comes to raising children? Because as an empowered woman, you still need to raise your children and raise them in the fear and in the nurture of the Lord. So that by the time they are done, they are 18 and above, they're leaders in their society. They are influencers 
Yes. What would you say to them, knowing what you have been through, your wilderness um, experience? Um, two things. I would say first, um, and, and this is where the work comes in at, and this is what I, I did. You have, although you love your kids the same, you cannot love them. You love them with the same love, so to speak. I mean, you, you don't have, you know, it's, it's not like you got one sitting in the corner and you're babying this one. Take the time to get to know who they are. Know who they are. That, that's, it takes a lot of work, especially if you have more than two. I took the time to get to know who they are and I love them according to their personality. So where I had to be, I could be stern with one child, I could not be that way to another child because it would hurt them and crumble their little spirit. But that's what, that's what, that's what took the time. And um, to be homeless and to do that, instead of just grouping everybody, no, I took the time to love them and encourage them. We can't group everybody together. I think that's what we lose our kids when we try to group everybody together or compare them to each other. I don't compare my kids to each other. So take the time to learn your kids, their personalities, and you love and encourage them based on that. Um, and also try your best to model what you're telling them. Model. My son, when he was in the Marines, he said, Mom, I believe the reason why we came out the way we did was you didn't tell us to do one thing and you did opposite. If you said don't hang in the streets, don't do drugs, we didn't see you hang in the streets and do drugs. Mm. That was a very critical part that I was able to model to the best of my human ability. Not saying I didn't make mistakes. My kids have seen me depressed. They, they knew I was in a hospital because I wanted to end it all. But the roots that I planted mm. never wavered because it was solid roots. Mm. Where my word, what I said, I meant what I said and I said what I mean. Mm. And I didn't do something different than what I was telling them to do. Amen. So you were walking the talk. I was walking the talk. Nice. You know, the Bible says, turn up your child in the way that yes. he should go. Yes. When he grows up, they will not depart from it. And the mistake we make as moms is we think um, what the Bible is saying is tell a child what to do. Yeah. So we shouldn't just tell them, but model oh. what we're telling them. Walk the talk. Walk. I pray that the Lord will help us. <laughs> yeah. My and kids are all grown. Yeah. yeah. So they, thankfully I mean, I'm done. <laughs> well, to right, extent. Even right today with them being um oh my god. Don't mess up. Sorry, I just had to let someone through the gate. Okay. But even right today, my children are conscious when they're out in public. So, and, and they're 18 based to 31, mm -hmm. but they, they, they hear my voice in the back of their mind. And, and my <laughs> daughter who have kids, they tell their kids, you're not gonna make me look bad. You're not gonna, you're not, and that's why I told my kids, you're not going to embarrass me. I don't care whether we're homeless, <laughs> we live in a penthouse, you will not embarrass me, you were raised. And you was raised with love and respect. And I expect you to go out here and show that to others. And so they always joke about that, especially when they're talking about their children. 
I was like, uh-uh, my mama told me, one of my daughters, she'd be like, my mama said this, and I'm going to use it on y'all, you know? And so it, it's good to see even my children taking what I taught them as a parent, using it with their children. With their children. With their children. You've left a good legacy. And the yeah. legacy continues. And we, we appreciate everything that you've shared with us. We appreciate you sharing your story, your life, and even sharing your children with us without knowing that you were doing that. So. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, again, it's been my pleasure having you, Latasha. You don't know how this has blessed me. And I know that it's going to bless many more people as this is published. But I want to thank you. And I, I again want to celebrate you as Mother of the Year 2020, National Mother of the Year, not just Mother of the Year for Georgia. Yeah. But you represent us. And I want to say that you do represent us well. So thank you. Thank, thank you for your time. Thank you. thank you so much for honoring this invitation. And the Lord will bless you. As for my viewers out there, um, you've heard Latasha's story. It's, it's one that, challenges me and i'm sure it challenges you as well think of what she said about raising your children training up a child in the way they should go walking the talk not just telling them do this and doing something else talk about where she's been her wilderness think about where she's been rather her wilderness experience and how god has used it whatever you are going through god is able to use it to his own glory thank you for joining us today and i hope you have a good day thank you Okay, thank you so much. That was good. Thank you. I think it's still recording.